Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Welcome back, FFP ladies. Today we have a very special treat for everyone. I am sitting down with the one and only (laughs) Danny D of the Body Positive Fitness brand owner, trainer, and fellow host of the Love Your Body podcast. Hola. Hi. How are you? Good. You're my first guest. I was saying that. And um, so this is all very new to me, but I've met you Mm -hmm. like Two times? Yeah. <laughs> yep. A couple times for sure. I remember. So uh, for people who don't know, mm-hmm. I was on Danny's podcast, an episode a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time I was like a guest on anything. And I was like, this is weird. It was so weird, like hearing myself. In oh, yes. Yeah. With the yeah with the headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so odd. So and I was like, what do I do? Because I'm a big talker. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. No, I am too. Like, and that's why I, I loved having y'all on because I felt like it was a great dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like all three of us. Like, n- we didn't talk over each other. We just kind of like had our space to talk. And yeah. Like, yeah, it's hard. It was hard to know like when it was an appropriate time to interrupt. So I was like, uh, uh. oh no, you just gotta jump in. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta yeah, jump yeah, in yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and it was so funny that that moment. <laughs> You kind of called me out. You're like, no, it definitely sounded like that. Remember that? What? (laughs) (laughs) So we were talking about the Enneagram and um, I was like, you were asking the difference between the the Enneagram 8, wing 9 versus the wing 7. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. But I was like giving a personal example, but it sounded like, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. It sounded like I was like. Yeah, the wing nine is like superior to those right, who right, are right. the yeah. wing seven, which is Casey. Hey, I'm just, I'm just learning. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like, you just let me know like, what the vibe is. Yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> but I had told Casey after that I was like, I love her. Aw, <laughs> that's so sweet. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all had fun. And like, no, it was I like, did. I was like, I just love being able to meet new people because of all of this. Yeah, this down. and um. I was like, I love her. Like, I love, like, seeing you at the Fit Expo. Yeah. I was like, I love her little hustle. Like, Thank look you. at look at you go. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool to see you there because I, I didn't I didn't know, you know, who's going to be there because obviously I wanted Casey to yeah. come to Move Fit because she had done Move uh-huh. Fit before and uh, and loved it and stuff. And um, and so I just didn't know, you know, who was all going to be at the Expo. And uh, that was a special, special surprise. So it made me feel really good to see people I know and friends and catch up and everything. But yeah. Yeah, you were hustling. I was like, I just want to sit there and watch. Yeah, girl. No, <laughs> it was a lot. Like, it was from Move Fit to... You know, I helped plan that event the year before. Oh, really? And so, yeah. And so, basically, you know, 
I'm fr- like good friends with the people who put it on, had them on the podcast as well. So we're, all, we're getting it all ready for everything. So I kind of knew what to expect and all that. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, doing move fit and then I knew I would have friends that I would see, you know, we're selling fight energy booster, you know, got my shirts, all that stuff. But then also, you know, talking to potential new clients, yeah. but then oh, running dude. around. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Mute my this. Um, but you know what I mean? So it's like there was just a lot that was you know, that I expected mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. there. Um, plus, you know, having ambassadors, like, kind of run the booth. But oh, you have ambassadors? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're trying to do that, but it's, like, not the right time. But yeah, yeah. we'll get there. No, you're good. <laughs> now, y'all are building a team for sure. It's very um, it's very admirable to watch, you know what I mean? Like, I really love seeing the growth in that. You know? Yeah, Casey, like, I mean, she already had a huge foundation before, mm-hmm. and we talked about that on yours, um, huge foundation before the um, FitFam project birthed yes <laughs> became yep. of this world <laughs> yeah for sure and it's yeah. been, it was really cool like you know like i said to watch that because that's something that you know i would love to do with my brand and everything and to have and be open to having people you know run certain parts of it it's right hard. it's your baby you gotta like kind of give trust to people yes yeah yeah and uh but I know that, like, there are people who are interested in doing that. And so that's where it's kind of like I'm in this, like, transition but not transition phase. You know what I'm saying? Of hiring of, more people? Mm, yeah, okay. to have people, like, under me and stuff and, and like, to be able to 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 work within the brand, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so because just even looking at that expo and stuff, I'm just like, man, you know. Uh, there were so many different facets where like, oh, but it would have been great to have this person there or have this person, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. But no, but my ambassadors are great. My clients are great. You know, they're all so funny. They're just like, they're so helpful and they're so amazing. Um, but like, it, you know, everybody's walking around. Whole, they're, like, they're all standing there at the booth. And so they're all in dating fitness shirts. And I'm like, oh my God, like you like cults. Like, y'all gotta walk around. Walk around. Spread apart. Spread apart. Don't be too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. So, but no, that came out. And then, the, yeah. you know, I had clients that come from came from different states, like online program clients. And that was cool. And that was really yeah. special. So, so no, it was definitely a great time. And uh, that was my last big event before m- my personal bodybuilding shows that I'm competing in. When are you competing so, next? August. August, mm-hmm. the National Fit Show? So I'm sponsoring the National Fit Show again and doing it. And then the week before, I'm doing the chat show. Mm-hmm. So it's a state oh, show. Oh, Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, chat. Yeah. Chat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the oh, state show. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm actually interviewing Whitney soon. Oh, cool. yep. Yeah, and I've never met her, so that'll be really fun. Casey yeah. was like, tell me a little bit about her story. And I'm like, yes. WTF. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, got to yeah. get that on. But anyway, so what started your body positive like movement? What's the, what was the genesis of that? Yeah. Because I love it. I was like, that's like, the name of your podcast is like, yeah. genius. How does it not already exist? Right. Did you think that when you were starting it, like, how does it how how is this such a good name and it doesn't like how am I getting this right you know yeah I mean I think it was really it's because so many people try to over elaborate or over you just no one keeps anything simple and like real these days I feel like you know because oh. they want to stand out so much or sure. they want to differentiate and I, like with you know dating fitness you know first started out with like my whole my main slogan you know, everyone always asks, like, do you, was it get your movement in or, you know, was it 5 4 one Which one was it first? Whatever. 
And I feel like it was always fight for what you want was a presence there. Mm -hmm. And then came get your movement in. Then came love your body. So a lot of people are like, oh, look, love your body was how it started. A lot of stepping stones. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was so movement focused back in the day. And I still am. Obviously, movement is my life um, and a part and for my clients and stuff. But, you know, it wasn't, you know, it, it was really when I had, like, gotten out of Franklin and, like, because there was so much, like, I mean, not to be rude, but like nonsense, like, you know, plastic surgery and all these different things. Oh, and the like, rich part of Nashville. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. For those of that listening that don't know, yeah, the bougie part. Like, though, I mean, the, it's the eighth wealthiest, you know, county in the world. So, really? like, Williamson. No mm-hmm. way. So, well, it was one of those where, those like, rich housewives of, well, of Franklin. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and I got, I was very blessed, I will say, and I still have some of those clients from there that okay. still train with me. But, to get the good people in there. And, um, but it was hard because, you know, I'm sitting over here being like, you know, let's live our body throughout this. And they're like, no, no, I just want to get SKI and moi. Oh, or, yeah. you know, you know, or I'm just FAT. give me a sick pack. God. Yeah, 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 really. Like, and so it was just one of those things where they're like, I could just do like liposuction. It's like, okay, then go do it. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, again, you want to be, not, again, so it's like, it was so hard for me because I was 24, you know, starting that out. And so it's like, you know, kind of trying to stick to my truth and my ground of like, no, like you can love your body throughout this. Like you don't, the goal is when you work with me, like we're not trying to look like X, Y, Z. We're trying to be the best that you can be. Mm-hmm. So when they would come in and say, I want to look like so-and-so's wife or so-and-so, whatever. I'm like, I don't care about that person. People would say that. They want to look like this person. Yes. And so I realized there was so much toxicity wow. in that. And I had gotten that from the gym that I had worked up before I started my business and 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 I was housed in that like all the time and I was treated very poorly because of how I looked and so it was one of those where you know I didn't look like the stereotypical trainer um I was bigger than all the girls um and I still was fit I was still running half marathons I was still working like, out girl, three to four hours you any day no, you don't but, understand but, but literally and so yeah. when people started seeing that they're like oh, okay well, maybe she knows what she's talking about like this is crazy you had to she like prove yourself you couldn't just walk in and people take you seriously a hundred percent and so that was where it was always so frustrating because I mean there was comments said to me like all the time where it was a double standard of Mm. everything from what I wore to how I did things and whatever. And so it was always so frustrating. And so I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to stick to what I know and I don't care if I fail. I don't care whatever happens, but I'm just going to showcase that you can love your, love yourself at any size throughout this journey and still get to where you want to get to. Right. Um, and so that's where I became to really had to sit with like loving myself and, and, um, stand out amongst, you know, the, the, you know, I'm in a personal training studio at that time where there's three other men and it's me, you know what I mean? They've been in this business. They've been doing this thing, you know, all these, this deal. Right. And, um, and so I had to stand out and be different and in my own way. And so that was, you know, I learned a lot being there. And it wasn't until I saw a friend on Instagram post about he, he was at a, a personal training studio in Nashville. And when I saw that, I was like, man, I wonder how the Nashville clientele would be. All the time, I'm living in Murfreesboro, right? Mm. And so I'm driving, you know, every day to Lord. go to Franklin, back yeah. and forth, whatever, hour, like just spending 16-hour days, work, you know, breaks in between, just craziness. Jeez. And uh, and just building this brand. And, you know, so I realized, okay, maybe Nashville would be a good idea. So I'm kind of lacking on two of the days of the week. So I'll go up there for Nashville, you know. So I had to kind of interview, be accepted, and then became, like, the first full-time female trainer there at that gym that I'm at now. Um, Because they always had, like, part-time and women never stayed. So it's, like, 16 men 
and like oh, not really I wonder any, why like but women not didn't as, stay. you know what I mean yeah. not really any women yeah. and, and so I was like all right if I'm coming I'm coming there and this is right when I got a strong man so they kind of know knew of me too oh. so they're like okay this girl's like lifting heavy she's doing stuff like all right respect and so it was almost like I'd already proved myself via that way and then kind of like you got know it. got in so I get in there so I now <clears throat> training in Franklin and in Nashville and so I'm dealing with different types of clientele, different types of people. I'm driving them back to Murfreesboro every night. I mean, Jeez, I'm, I'm that being is pulled. A commute. Yes, and I'm being pulled every which way. Yeah. And um, you know, and then I'm also trying to love myself through strongman and doing all these things. Where and and it really that helped empower me to even more so. It was the first time when I did movement where no one cared what my weight was or how I looked. The strongman. And, mm-hmm, oh, okay, and they yeah. just like took me for where I was at. And yeah. same with my trainer. Like, he was the only one. I went to so many classes. I went to Barry's. I went to Orange Theory. I did it because I used to put on fitness festivals. And so I put, so I would go in secret shop, essentially, and audition people for, like, if they would be part of my event. If they would be a good enough teacher to teach in my oh, events. Because yeah. I would showcase different formats. Got it. So there'd be, like, a 5K, yoga, boot camp, all the stuff. And um, anyway, we raised money for St. Jude doing those events. And so I started that in 2017. Anyway, um, from there, you know, it was one of those things where, like, after, um, like, I would go to all these classes, and they would always give me lightweights. They would always assume. And, again, I was by no <laughs> way obese. I was, I was fit, but, like, not in the way that they saw, right? Right. And so, for me, it was one of those where I was like, dang, like, I just... I just want to be given some heavy weights and, like, taken seriously, you know? For real. So I found a, a trainer, and he was so great, and he's still my trainer, Matt McQuiston. And um, and so he's mobile. So, like, I go to him. We meet in a park, and we just, like, whatever. But we started doing Strongman. And I told him, I was like, look, I was like, come to this competition with me. Compete. Because he was like, no, I'll just come watch. I was like, no, do it with me. I need that support. Like, let's do this together. We both end up winning. Oh, After wow. that, go to another competition. One got qualified for nationals. We go to nationals, crushed it. I got middle. I got fifteenth uh, like in the country. And so then after that, um, ended Damn. up starting. Thank you. Yes, yeah. and then end up starting over again because uh, basically, like if you don't make it to the Arnold, you start your whole year over again. So then we go to the next Lord. competition, yeah. win, and then go to another. So and then I got national strongest woman in twenty nineteen, and that's where I flipped that tire. And so yeah, so it was like so all this is happening, you know, and I, and then my brand starts growing, gets more yeah. recognition, whatever. But anyway, I'm still being pulled to Nashville or to Nashville, Franklin, whatever. Well, pandemic happens, oh, and right. yeah. I, I was actually supposed to. So I was the first um, and only female chosen, but um, body positive influencer for Connect Nashville. It's a high rise in midtown. Uh-huh. Yeah. So before that was even built, they found my website, reached out to me. Hey, we love what you're doing. I thought it was fake, so I was like deleting emails Spam. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, something about this is right. So I just like meet in the back with this girl like at the back of my gym like kind of ratchet eating i was like hey it's so, like what's this mean about she's like oh like we want like, you to live here for free and like we want to like shut up and, yeah and we just like want you to like i was like well how much do i have to post like well what's the deal what's the catch yeah, like yeah. they're like oh, it's like, too good we, to be true like they're like one time and i was like oh like a day and they're like no like a month and i was like yes yeah, so where do i sign you know what <laughs> i mean like i was like I was like, because I'm driving from Murfreesboro. So, yeah. And then I was like, and where is this place going to be? And they're like, oh, it's right over here. And I was like, so you're talking like less than a mile from where my gym is at. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm already trying to get out of Franklin. So I'm like, dude, cosmic. Oh, the stars aligning. Yes. And I was what? just like, this is like a God thing for me. Like this wow. was a, ama- I've been manifesting because my clients were like, dang, you need to buy a house, pressure. And, you know, they, they yeah. wanted me to be my best. But they're like, you need to get out of your parents' house. You're 26 years old. You know, you got you to gotta get out. And I was like, no, I said, I'm not going to pay to live in Nashville. And they're like, well, then you need to pay to live in Franklin. And that building, I looked at it. It's so fucking expensive. Well, yes. Oh, yeah. and my it was 365 square feet is what I got. 300 square feet? Yes. But again, 
free, so like whatever. But it was basically this room and uh, a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no but, kidding. But I was like, it would be mine. And and for so sure, for yeah. me, um, I was just like, dang, this is such an awesome opportunity. But I didn't believe it was going to happen. So I went. I walked past there every day, watching it be built watching it be built yeah. and then this is like so now we're at 2020 i'm supposed to move in in april of 2020 oh well two weeks prior pandemic happens yeah so my gym in nashville they're like we got to shut down for a couple months and basically close our doors the gym in franklin was like ah we kind of like whatever Can't you know like yeah. yeah so i kind of still was training there but then like really i was like guys i'm just gonna go virtual let's all do this so i actually my my contract with them connect got extended to July, so they didn't let me move in until July because mm-hmm. the building wasn't going to be ready. And I was like, that's fine. I just turned 27. It all worked out how it's supposed to. Point is, is that pandemic allowed me the time to spend with my family. Yeah. And I didn't get to have the best, like, time growing up with my mom because of um, just, like, how she viewed, like, you know, my, my body and stuff like that. And she always wanted me to be my best and have an easier life, right? But right. that consisted of, like, dieting and, like, all these other things. The toxic, like, and, what she knew and, back in the 70s or 80s. Right. And yeah. I was a competitive dancer. Okay. So, like, you know, I was always, like, the best tumbler, the best jumper, the best leaper, whatever. But I didn't look the best, mm. right? Oh, yeah. So I got the most, like, powerhouse awards, like, strong awards, but never, like, The graceful ones. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, those things. And I was like, but I am beautiful. Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, yeah. why can't I be both? Yeah. Why is it always yeah. one or the other? So I always struggle with that because, you know, and a lot of people, I think their, their struggle with loving their body mm-hmm. comes from, you know, Truly not, like, loving themselves, but it's, like, the, it's because of the here, like, externally, like, things, whatever. Ever since print media, like, existed, that's right. when it started. Well, and for me, I was, like, no, I do love myself. Like, and even yeah. no matter what way it was, wherever. And that, but what what made me start questioning it was, well, everyone else had a problem with it. Why did everybody else, yeah. like, why did, why do you care that I'm eating a double cheeseburger right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, is it going to affect you at all? Yeah, how is and, this affecting you? And yeah. Exactly. And so that's where it became so frustrating. So then that's when I started questioning it because I put on weight around the time of, like, 14 because I had to go on steroids for um, acid reflux. They didn't know better back in the day. Put me on there for, like, nine months. So my body at a pivotal time when I was, because I was, like, pretty straight, pretty, like, not real curves. I was, but like too, until small. my period hit. I went sideways. Yeah, well, like, yeah, yeah. start, you know, developing into a woman. So uh-huh. not only am I developing into a woman, but then you got the excess weight. It's about 20 pounds. But the doctor, never forget him saying, like, don't worry. The weight will come off fast. That's what he said to my mom. Mm-hmm. He did not know. Meanwhile, I'm eating ramen noodles every day. Two, two liters of soda a day. No one talked to me because nobody cared when I was smaller bodied. Nobody yeah. cared She's that I had trash, right? Yeah. And the, yeah, exactly. And I was like winning at competitions and all that was great, but I was literally throwing up every day and was late to school and throwing was up affecting on purpose or no? Because oh. the acid reflux. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. That's, you got, yeah, you got to ask because like yeah. that is you know disorder as well. But mm-mm. so basically, you know, I'm it's affecting my quality of life. You know, mm-hmm. I can't eat i can't whatever so so that's why we got me on that medication and stuff or whatever and when all that happened you know i then had to deal with the fact that people tried to treat me differently mm-hmm. from yeah. friends to guys to school to like you know and so i overcompensated with okay so you know i guess it's my body or this or that or whatever and that's where i started getting frustrated because i'm hearing all these external voices and whatever and so it, you know i never like, I started to hate myself, essentially, come, come college and whatever. But it was just because it was like, I just don't see why nobody can see how great I am. Yeah. Because I don't look like this person or that person. But 
you know, or it's not enough curves or it's not enough this, you know, it's yeah, all these something. things, right? Yeah. And so it was always so frustrating. So, you know, it wasn't until um, when I got back to, uh, in, when I was in college at sophomore year that I decided to become a group fitness instructor. I was the heaviest one, but I got the job, $9 an hour teaching class. <laughs> and then when I was certified, it was like 11. Yeah. And I started teaching classes, became one of the best instructors that I ever had. Um, and my classes were packed. I'm teaching MoveFit, which is, you know, yeah. now MoveFit, but back in the day, uh, like cardio dance or whatever I called it. And, you know, and it was just like, I started, like, that was where I felt my sexiest. That's where I felt Aww. my most beautiful yeah. in front of all these people, but in the mirror. But it was just like me and me. You yeah. know, I'm helping all these people, but it was like me and me. Yeah. And and then when I stepped out of that room, it was like I, I went back to just uh, what everyone told me that yeah. I was. Yeah. And so that's why I clung to movement. And that's why I try to explain to people now that, like, movement will help you love yourself more. Not the act of getting smaller or, you know, being, yeah. uh, you know, whatever size or whatever goal weight you've wanted to be, but the act of movement and loving yourself in that moment when you just felt, you know, it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter that I saw roles or I saw whatever. I, all I saw was beauty, like in my yeah. mind. And and that's where I felt safe. And, and even like at the expo, I almost like teared up and stuff because just to have that moment where I stood on stage and I'm like, man. This journey, this ride over the past, you know, 12 years of my healthy lifestyle journey and like looking at it and these people like loving MoveFit, understanding the mission and feeling right now what I felt alone. Mm -hmm. Right. Like and to to be able to share that. And then even the external people that were watching and dancing at their booths and the guys being like, dang, like Danny's doing that for like an hour. The army people right behind you. Oh, my gosh. I know. I told them before we got (laughs) started. I was like, I want to know. I'm just going to. Like, you know, brought them over some fight. I was like, you're going to have like, a, you know, 20 girls like shaking their booty in front of you. And then like, and they were, uh, they literally were like, yeah, this sounds great. And I'm like, because I, I, I didn't know your booth was going to be right there. Like, yeah, I, I had it was no like idea. right behind all these butts. Yes. Yep, exactly. So everybody's shaking, whatever. I'm like, well, and have fun with that. Yeah. But so, but again, it showcased, you know, for everyone else, two other sponsors and people that maybe didn't know me, but only know me through social media. And it showed them that, like, oh, that bodybuilder girl, oh, that strong woman girl, oh, she's up there dancing now. Yeah. Oh, like this, you know, you're not you you were not just defined. It's so easy for us to be like, oh, Caitlin the podcaster. Yeah. Like no. The box. Like, yeah, the yeah. box. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I have continually worked to allow, you know, a space where my women, my men like that I train with me can feel like they're never gonna be put in a box based on yeah. how they look. Like I take them where they're at, whatever their goals are. Like this is so much bigger. Um than just weight loss. And so in a, in a very long way and drawn out way yeah. of explaining, you know, that that is where, you know, the the movement element was so key because it helped <laughs> lead to loving yourself more. Um, and then the fight for what you want, that was, that's my part of my triangle that's like the consistency part of why we keep going because we remember that fight. And mm-hmm. a lot of times like Whitney and, you know, friends, they'll always say like, what's your why, what's your why? Yeah, you can look at the why, right? It's the same type of thing. You're just saying it differently. Because for me, like, I'm a little bit more aggressive. I'm more yeah. abrasive. You know what I mean? So I'm like, now we fighting. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, because it is. Like, you know, like, if I'm laying in bed and someone's like, what's your why? I'm like, oh, like, I want to be my best self and I want to win and I want to whatever. So you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, nah, I got to fight to get my ass up out of this bed right now. Like, to walk 20 feet to my home shed yeah. that I now have. You know yeah. what I mean? And then, like, to be able to, like, do my stairs and whatever. Because, it, because again, it doesn't come naturally. Yeah. And I think that I was always taught and people are told constantly over time and time again, and they've seen it on Instagram and seen it everywhere, that, like, like, oh, it'll just be, like, easy one day. Just wake up and you'll just, like, love this. 
I love how I feel after my stairs. Yeah. But before I do them, Oof. I'm not I'm not my Girl best bus. self. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I know that. When people ask me if I can train them at five AM, I'm like, not sis, because that's when I'm doing my cardio. But I'll train you at six. No, that's when I'm sleeping. <laughs> but you know what I mean though? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. but I know myself and so it's like I yeah. that's like movement makes me better. Mm-hmm. Loving myself as as silly as it sounds in a basic form, because people can be like, Oh yeah, I love myself, but truly loving Throughout every part, the the yeah. bad, the good, the this, that. I mean, like right now, girl, when I tell you, like I am, like at my lowest. Like I'm talking, like drug out, like exhausted. You know, I just went to a funeral yesterday for a friend. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, uh, just tired. I, you know, been up since four thirty to get to back here because I stayed in the borough and whatever, and to train clients, had consults, and you know, again, talking to people and being like. I, I can explain to you everything I'm going to do for you, but like, this is a mission. This is a, this is something greater than just, okay, I'm going to program a workout for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, so it's like, if you want to be a part of the mission, like, let's go. But like, if not, I got things to go do. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and my people get that and they respect it. Yeah. And, uh, and it is a special, is a special thing. So I am very grateful for, the people that have come into my life, you know, whether that's been sponsors, that's been friends with me, like with Connect, that opened up a huge, you know, a huge door for me um, to just be able to let go of my Franklin studio and come up here, be here in Nashville, be present. Yeah. It saved time. It saved money. Um, that was something that I will be forever grateful Um Jenna was the name of the woman who found my website and she had just like looked online. This is before my video went viral, before any of it. And just for her to believe in me, Pre that mm-hmm. was super cool. That is, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot to unpack here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm like trying to keep tabs in my brain. I'm like, oh, right. I need to say that. I should ask this. No, I relate to that so much because like our body types are really similar. Yeah. And like I said earlier, um, before I got my, I mean, I got my period at like 10. Yeah. Right? Like early bird here. And I remember being in junior high with these tits. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and having Lucky. my period. <laughs> I looked 25. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't act like it. But girls would be like, I want my period. I'm like, no, you don't, girl. No. Like, <laughs> no. Enjoy. I'm like three years in right now. Like, right. This is horrible. But um, yeah, I was stick figure growing up before my period. And my mom, I'm so I have three older brothers. Okay. Family of boys. And um, of course, they don't really have to do much. Uh huh. I don't know why God loves them more, but <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, Eve, yeah, uh-huh. I know. Um, so I just remember uh, my mom was really concerned for me when I got my period because I gained weight so fast. Yeah, I just went, you know, sideways. I stopped getting. I was taller than my brothers for a while. Yeah, and she was like, I was. I thought you were gonna have like her mother's body with like the tall, lean ballerina oh, yeah, yeah, figure, yeah. and she idolized that. And yeah, <clears throat> I remember. My, I love my mother <laughs> so much, but um, thank God I didn't get her insecurities. Yeah. Because I grew up around men. Men, exactly. Who love yep. themselves and mm-hmm. think they're the shit. I'm like, yeah, so am I. <laughs> I right. Don't care what I look like. <laughs> no, 100%. Yeah. And so I remember, what was it? Uh, she was getting remarried. Yeah. And I lived here. I've lived here for a while. And oh. she called me crying one day because she went. 
um, wedding dress shopping uh-huh. with my sister-in-laws, and they're like, Sally, try on this dress. It'll look good. It'll look- try this dress on. And she's like, no, it won't look good because of she's super insecure about her arms because mm. she's muscular. I have my mom's body and okay, also yeah. the uh, my dad's side of the family, like just muscular family. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and That's the first thing I noticed about you when I saw you. I was like, dang. Like, I mean, how do you not? <laughs> no, but like it was such a – like a strong attribute. You know yeah, what I'm like, thank I you. Like, yeah. I love it. But um, yeah, so she has these muscles. She could beat my brothers in arm wrestles for the longest time. It was yeah. so funny. Anyway, so she calls me crying because my sister-in-law's, <clears throat> my brother's wives, wanted her to try on this dress. And she's like, no, my arms will look like this. It's just not a good fit. Yeah. But she caves and tries it on. And she goes out in front of them. And they're like, oh, we see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And so she's crying. She's like, I just want, to, you know, the she wants the ballerina. She's like, why can't I just look like this or that? I'm like, mommy, I love you so much, yeah. but that will never be your body. Right? <laughs> she just started laughing. I was like, mom, get over it. That's yeah. not gonna be how you look. And so she was prepping for her wedding. She started doing CrossFit with my twin brother. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And um, the guy was like, um like trying to get her goals and so she was like i don't want to gain muscle and the guy looked at her super confused like excuse me like we're at a crossfit studio yeah so she started training for this crossfit and she looked the best she ever looked because she was gaining muscle right and she's like i just look too muscular and their wedding pictures like you could see her back muscles or whatnot and she hated that see i love that yeah, I, I love that's that. That's the best. I really want to say. Do you want to pause real quick? Yeah. Let's okay, pause. let's pause. All right. We're back. <laughs> so what I was going to say is what I love about that story about your mom is that you were just like, mom, like, you're not going to look like that. And you just kept it real with her. Yeah. You know? And even though she, like, laughed. So it's like, it's it's this unreasonable, unrealistic standard that we have put on ourselves that is just, it just blows my mind. You know what I'm saying? And that, that, that still to this day... People think that they can look like a certain other body. And especially yeah. in the bodybuilding world, oh, yeah. everyone's like, oh, that queen, that queen, that queen. I'm like, it's great to have people that you, like, look up to and inspiration. Right. Yeah. And I love that if people look up to me and like, oh, her legs You should whatever. see all the tits and ass but, on my Instagram for inspiration. Right. <laughs> but, it, but again, me telling myself, oh, I'm going to look like X, Y, Z is a disservice Absolutely. to myself. Because I'm taking away from what I was given, like what, what I was born with, you know, and, and, and how – you know, much I can capitalize on that. You know what I mean? Because I always would look at back and be like, man, I'm the base. I'm this and that for dance, you know? And I was like, so frustrating. So this and whatever. But, you know what I mean? Like, because it was, I was never the one that was like lifted up or, you know, held to do the handstands or whatever, you know, I could do all those things. Like, you know, I had the jumps to get me up there, but nobody's strong enough to lift me up. Right. (laughs) So it was just like, well, so I have to suffer because y'all aren't strong enough to pick me up. Losers. But you see what I mean though? Yeah. yeah. And so I always had to lift up the girls and stuff. And so I never got that moment. Even I remember some of them with my late boyfriend um, uh, before he passed and stuff. You know, we were all doing strawman and stuff. And, like, he had, like, lifted me over his head. And, you know, that was such a beautiful (laughs) moment. I just dropped an egg. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But but seriously, I'd always said that I wanted to be with somebody that could, like, lift me up. Yeah. And, you know, not to be, like, dirty about it or whatever. But it was just, like, imagine if you're at Bonnaroo or if you're, you're, like, at a concert or or whatever. And, you know, how cool would it be Mm -hmm. to be with somebody that could, like, put me on their shoulders or literally physically lift me over yeah. their head mm, and that was such hello. a cool like yeah. thing 
And, you know, and so now it's funny when people are like, oh, like you, you're looking for somebody in like a puddle, essentially, because, you know, and I say my quote unquote criteria, right, of, of people. It's like, again, I have high standards, but I I, I was kind of in a, a weird like bubble with like strong man where I was like, I want a really strong guy. People like Danny, like most men ain't lifting that weight. And I was like, <laughs> well, the men I'm around are, but, yeah. <laughs> but it was, I was in a subset, right? <clears throat> so I get that. And and now I don't lift as heavy. So I'm sure the men that I would take talk to or date or whatever can lift more than me now. Yeah. And so they don't have to deal with that complex. <laughs> but I did have to deal with that where guys were like, how much you lift in? Or, like, how much you make in. Or, yeah. you know, oh, you have a house. So, you know, it's always looked at as a downward thing, right? But it it would be so cool to have someone that celebrates those things. Absolutely. And is also, like, but also I'm confident enough and can lift you up. Like, you know, and can do those similar things and, like, level, like, be on that same level. Yeah. You know, so... I think keep the standards high. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. But it's just all that to say that it's, like... <clears throat> So why, you know, if I'm putting all this out there and these standards of, pe- of people around me and the quality of friends and, like, whatever, then why would I want to diminish my body by saying I want to look like some girl on Instagram or yeah. some girl or, you know, or somebody else on the street or whatever that has a totally different body type that I will never adhere to or yeah. ever come through and just focus on being my best. And even in my lowest when I was young, I was like, you know, yeah, maybe their life may seem, quote, unquote, easier or they don't have to worry about getting dressed you know like like i would change into 20 different outfits and i wouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror i had a giant mirror in my dance room yeah but i never could look at it unless i was doing movement so i would just i would i would i i probably didn't look at myself naked (gasps) till i was like 20 yeah i mean i would say 19 years old i guess really well 20 years when i was started already started in my healthy lifestyle journey you know what i mean because i would just like, you get to the point where you're like, what's the point? Like, you know, yeah. or you feel so closed off because everyone else has judged you or said something about you and, and whatever. And I couldn't stop the negative thoughts at that point, you know, as a teen and whatever. And so now, you know, it's a beautiful moment when I can finally do that mm-hmm. and embrace it. And even with my bumps and my scars and my things and whatever um, that are not the best, you know, that are kind of frustrating that we deal with as women, hormonal acne and whatever – and still look at it and be like, but damn, girl, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, but that takes time and that takes yeah. work and that yeah. takes so much. And, you know, so that's where this whole unrealistic expectations or whatever, it's just like if we can let go of it and we can focus on loving our body throughout. And so many people, I even had someone on the podcast recently and he was like, oh, it's just such a, what's it, he's like, um, such a basic question like what do you love your body about your body i'm like but Wait, you gotta, he was like why would you ask me that well like, basically like oh. was saying that like he was like that well are you gonna love it tomorrow or you're not gonna love it the next day where i'm like but that's what i'm saying you gotta understand that like, coming from most females and a lot of men too it's like when you ask them what they love their right and just even opening up that question like, oh. when i interviewed people on broadway about it they were literally like I'd never been asked that question before. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you uh-huh. 30 years old, you 40 years old, 60 years old in your life, and nobody's asked you what you love about yourself? Mm, that makes me so but, sad. Do you see what I'm saying, yeah. though? Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, I'm just a dude, or I'm just tall. Or, it's like you identify by that, but then you don't find any other qualities about yourself that's great. You know what I'm saying? These beautiful girls, and I'm like, well, my hair, or whatever, and I'm like... Bro, I could pick out so many things about you. Right. right? And, you know, one thing that I've noticed, because I've always been, of course, we all have our insecure days. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's next for me or something. Well, and loving your body does not equal 
feeling perfect all the time. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh crap, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, you're saying. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, so it's incredible how um, people will put on a lens of how they view you when you have that confidence. Yes. Where they don't see that scar or cellulite that you would probably feel insecure about right. tomorrow or the day before. Yeah. But when you walk in the room with that confidence, that's mm-hmm. why I love being a type eight. Yes, <laughs> an eight. So, uh-huh. like, uh, For sure. You just walk in and people just like just seem to be blind to all this because they see this like self-assured, confident, assertive yes. woman and so many dudes find yep. that sexy. Right. <laughs> right, guys? Well, I would hope that they did. <laughs> Where y'all at? I don't know. Not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I, they need to be. They need to be researching everywhere. Fuck. Like, I put myself naked basically on a billboard, like, and they still ain't, you know. Oh, that, like, your, your um, yeah, picture. The, I the love that photo. Thank I you. I like that. Annette McNamara it was my photographer, and yeah. she's fantastic. Another strong female Uh um and she's always done my photos and stuff like that but that day that was actually the same day that i moved into connect um so it was a very special moment but it also um it was around my birthday and um i actually had already been injured uh, um and from the strongman accident and stuff like that like injury and so my leg was numb so we so when we did that i was like look I'm going to do the best I can to get this jump. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that was like my favorite dance jump yeah. that I did growing up. And because um, back then, my toes would touch my head. And I was like fully no back. Way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was like my signature move. Well, this I was like, this is definitely not like my legs, if you look at it, are much lower than that, whatever. But I did the best that I could with my injury, with my back and stuff. And I just did it. And and that was the picture she took was the first, first one. one that we did. Love and it. But this is, this is what's crazy about it. Look. I literally, I literally looked at the photo, and and then you understand I'm naked because yeah. I didn't do it with it stuff on. Yeah. We had to, we had to edit. I love the, that. I want naked well, shots so well, bad. We had to edit the bando and this and the and thong on because oh. the people were not going to allow it on. Right. Yeah. And I was like, but you know, there's words covering it and whatever. It's very tasteful. And they're like, yeah, but like, she's not appropriate. I'm like, there's a man on his with a speedo that's like you on can there. See his dick. Talking. Yeah, basically. exactly. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, and this is an ad for the Virgin Hotels, but why is it different? Yeah. And anyway, and and that goes into also when we put up this the photo up on Instagram, like it got taken down. But really? then when my friends put it up, it did not get taken down. So then it was I had to get like camaraderie side, ambassadors side. Everyone posted about it. So finally, Instagram let it stay up there. <laughs> the so that was, accepted the photo. But but do you see what I'm saying? And again, why is that? Not because I wasn't so it's not far on a porn site. Well, like, but I wasn't ugh. so far obese. Yeah. But I also wasn't so thin bikini. I'm in this weird in between. Yeah. Where like and a lot of people call it like the mid sized queens or whatever, but but even before that, it was just like it still was never going to be accepted in any form, you know? And, right? And so that's where I was like, but when I looked at that first photo, I was like, oh, I, I could do better. That was like my own oh, personality okay. coming yeah. out. Like, well, because, yeah. And then when I looked back at it, I was like, when we looked at all of them, I'm like, the first one. Yeah. That was it. Isn't that crazy? You know what I mean, though? Yeah. But that's where we're so critical of ourselves. Yeah. It's so hard on ourselves, whatever. And it wasn't like I was like, oh, I look like ugly no i felt beautiful regardless picture, but, but but i was like oh maybe i could do this over my feet i was like i could get back more but my injury and i was battling that so yeah. but again movement saved me and allowed me to realize like no like this is something that you're capable and you look strong you look beautiful and this should be celebrated and yeah. like you know i want to ask about um just kind of like how you grew up mm-hmm. and it relating to this because i remember from your podcast you 
we had like similar backgrounds with like uh-huh. Christianity. Yeah. So like, what was that like growing up? Because like for me, I remember if I, it took forever to find a bathing suit. Uh huh. When we when the summertime, we have to be the tankini, cover the tits. Yeah. Long enough to cover the ass. Yeah. Like all this stuff, and how we get so discouraged. Right. And I'm like, mom. I remember one time. It ended up being pretty funny, but I was so mad when we were looking through these bikinis or yeah. um, bathing suits. And I was like, I picked up a, a granny bathing suit. I was like, why don't I just wear this? And right. she just died laughing. I was so mad. But even yeah. if I, when I would go to a friend's house to for the pool, um, and I would wear this bathing suit that my mother picked out. Yeah. And I would be asked to put on a t-shirt. And shirt. Yeah, you're still made to feel like yeah. it's a issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what was that like for you growing up? Um, well, because I wasn't blessed with, like, a huge <laughs> chest, and I, I never have Oh, yeah, been. that definitely put um, me back. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so because I was so, like, straight and, like, small, essentially, mm-hmm. up until I, you know, had the, the, the eating and stuff with the acid reflux, it was one of those things where... At, at my Christian school, and whatever. I mean, you. There was never a chance to to be able to wear a bathing suit. We we always wore t shirts and shorts yeah. in the pool. Like it was not. You weren't allowed. And so I was very Southern Baptist. Um, but when I was with my friends and outside of that, yeah, I'd have the one piece. I'd have the whatever. Like, and even with dance with competitions, it actually allowed me to like. You know, we would have um, where a little bit of our stomach would show, or we'd have you know our shoulders would show. Mm-hmm. Like, so I I got acclimated to that. And my parents are not. Like, they, I went to a Southern Baptist school, but they're not Southern Baptists. Okay. Like, so it was not like I was in a house, like, where I'm like, you know, no. If I wanted to, like, read the Bible and have devotional before a meal or something, like, I was with friends from the school. Oh, or, like, okay. with my teacher or whoever was watching me or whatever um, after school because my mom traveled and my dad worked all the time. So, no. And then I was going to, to competition dance practices with people who were at all public schools. <clears throat> so I, I had a really beautiful outlook because i had different i had so many different varieties of people okay from like the wealthy to the not to the you know um people that were um catholic and middle class too and 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 christian and and southern baptist and like all the different extremes um so i looked kind of like a hellion to them because my (laughs) hair was getting cut you know we we kind of did some like lemon juice highlights you know what i'm saying because i competed on stage i wore fake eyelashes i mean i'm down here in nashville at t-pac wearing fishnets, booty shorts, and a jacket at at 10 years old. And people thinking I'm 20 years old, you know? So, again, I got to experience all that. My mom never made me feel bad about that. I never felt bad about, you know, anything like that. It really was not until I – I got told, you know, or when I started putting on weight, that everybody was hypersensitive and started really coming at me. So with the with the and even with the religious stuff, you know, I I went to school, you know, middle school in uh, sixth grade or whatever. So around yeah, like eleven, twelve years old, I guess. Yeah. And um, so I got out of Christian school at probably the worst time, but also the best time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I had to be like basically accepted into this middle school where everyone had known each other since they were they're yeah, young yeah and trying to navigate that and then boys in my class like <clears throat> classroom and stuff because i was the only person like in my grade okay you know watching yeah. it. And i'm basically homeschooled at this school um you know doing sign language riding horses doing piano lessons <laughs> like throughout the day i mean it was exceptional i loved it but you know i i they they always kind of came at me of like, like dancing is a sin. And I was like, no, movement is my outlet. Yeah. And that's me uh, as a child, we're right? And, like- <laughs> but no, it was. No, like you're going to hell for dance. And so uh, I had to deal with that at a young age. Yeah. But I was also like, no, if this is something that brings me joy, like I think that Isn't Jesus. Isn't that crazy? And the contradictions 
yes. that you experienced growing up. Like, this is, you center, but then, like, it's giving you so many good things. Yes, exactly. And that's where I knew in my heart that I was like, I can't listen to external sources. So I do think that that school prepped me for dealing with everything that happened later on, that it was almost like, I can't deal with external, like, sources. Like, and again, like, it wasn't that I internally hated myself. It's just that because so many people kept telling me, like, you need to lose weight or you need to be on the desire and you do this, whatever, that I finally started to change my mindset, but it didn't change, like, my identity that, Mm -hmm. like, no, like, I really do love myself, but, like, you think that I shouldn't. So now I need to kind of become a people pleaser and, like, fix my life or because to adhere yeah. to you. Yeah. And then you learn very quickly that, another, you know, as you grow up, that those people that you cared so much about their opinions and so much about what they they thought was best for you were that really they didn't know any better and that they are not to – that you can't allow them to dictate your life. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And as soon as I let go of that concept mm-hmm. and, and, and told my mom and we had a very – abrupt conversation that I was like, I never want to talk about food and like dieting again to with her Mm -hmm. because I was canoeing. I'll tell you the story I was doing. I was canoeing with friends, a bunch of guys and whatever. And, you know, I felt kind of insecure about, you know, my bathing suit and whatever I was in stuff like that. And I was on this diet where you got shots and stuff like that, like in your booty and like all this stuff, whatever. Anyway, and it was like a birthday present. And I was supposed to, um, all I could eat was tuna and green beans. Well, they're all Hispanic friends of mine. So they're all having like gourmet. I mean, you have the tacos, the, the, the enchiladas. The best also, food in the world. On the river, <laughs> drinking beer. And here I am with my tuna and green beans. At this point, I'm like older. I mean, I'm like in college now. Like, so okay. I'm, I'm like, I guess 18. Okay. And, you know, whatever. And I'm just like frustrated because I'm like. What in the world? You know what I'm saying? And then at this point, too, I so I got into a dance college. I made it into a dance college. I was in L.A. Um, and I had applied ver- uh, via video. Okay. Mm-hmm. No one thought I was going to get in. I get accepted. And then my parents are like. Fuckers. Yeah. And then my parents are like, yeah, like you're not going. You're 17. Like, you have no money. So first they're like, she's not getting in. Oh, crap. She got in. You're not going. Yeah. And it wasn't really that I guess that they thought I wasn't going to get in. I oh. thought they thought, I think it was other people that more so my dance oh, people. Like, but, that, but then they're like, well, you don't have any money. I'm like, well, yeah, I've been dancing my whole life. Like, I like, figured out. I, well, you see what I'm saying? Like, I literally yeah. would go from school to then dance. Like, that's why I like with the boyfriends or whatever I had in high school and stuff like that. I had no time for them. I remember being like, look, I have no time for you on the phone because it'd be like 10 o'clock. I'm like, I have homework. Like, I've been at dance since 3 30 till 9. I have no, I, I have homework, I have quizzes, I have tests, whatever. You're irrelevant. And that's how I kind of viewed them, you know what I mean? And, and I hated it, but, I like, that. but that, so but, funny. you yeah. know? Yeah. And so, and I had, like, competitions on the weekend, and, and then I'd be throwing parties at my house on the weekend. I didn't have competitions. and Anyway, so I'm, I'm doing all these things, all these schedules and whatever. And then to then, you know, work so hard and then be told, like, you're not doing that. I was like, cool, well, then y'all can take care of my schooling, like, in terms of payment or whatever. And, like, just tell me where you want me to go because my dreams have been crushed. So I was very, <laughs> very negative about it. Yeah. Um, but basically, they were, like, choose between MTSU or UT. And my half sister went to UT, so they're like, "Just go, you'll be a legacy for sorority, whatever." So I go with friends uh, up there, and and I stopped dancing. I threw away all my shoes. You know, I did, I was so dramatic about it, right? <laughs> well, any, anyway, so I don't move the whole year, yeah. And I put on a bunch of weight. I come back home for the summer, and this is around this time. And when I go canoeing with my friends, you know, 
No one says anything about the weight, whatever. But they're all like, you know, drinking, having fun, whatever. And I actually end up basically like passing out in the canoe because I'm on tuna and green beans and 400 calories in a day. And the heat. And, and the heat. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, I was like, I'm going to go with my best friend, Jared, at the time. Um, and he danced <coughs> with me. He was like my gay best friend. And I was like, we're going to go get Mexican food. So I told mom, hey, put some money on my account. Like, Again, yeah, I don't have a job. Put some money on my account. I'm going to head to whatever. And she was like, no, I have your green beans and tuna like at the house. And I was like, no. So I popped off. Oh, I would too. Like and that kind of anger when you're yes. hungry and deprived yes. is a whole Well, and I had been, level. like I said, been out all day long, yeah. drained from the sun. And, you know, they had all had McDonald's on the way back. I hadn't eaten. And I was just like, oh. bruh, I want some freaking Mexican food with my friend. And, and he, I knew we could get margaritas at this place too because they had an ID. <laughs> so I was like, and some margaritas. Well, she wouldn't do it. So I was like, Jerry, can you pay for me? And he was like, I got you. Oh, so nice. we go, we do all that. But basically, that talk, after that, we did not have another conversation about it. Oh, okay. And it was awesome because. Because she she did she got the hint like it was good whatever six months later I took it upon myself to uh, become a group fitness instructor start on this like healthy lifestyle program or whatever um, back in the day Avacare and start with that to kind of have a guide of like how do I eat how do I learn. What do you know what I do? So now I got the movement part. Well, now I'm trying to learn, you know, I'm making $11 an hour, paying all my money towards that. Like everything is just going back into like supplements and all this stuff yeah. to help me learn. Um, teaching Now I'm teaching my classes at the bottom of Panhellenic at uh, sorority functions at, you know, raising money, doing fitness events for, you know, to help kids be healthy. Like doing so many things in this realm while still being my heaviest. Okay. And uh, but just learning about myself and doing it for me and when I decided. And that's why I tell people now, even when I meet with them consults, whatever, I'm like, when you're ready, I'm here. Yeah. I can't convince you. I can't do 17,000 inspirational posts for you to finally get it. Like, you have to want it. Yeah. And then when you're ready to want it, then we're going to fight for it. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And I had to, I had to do it alone. I mean, I had my one best friend. And she was at the event, actually, at uh, Fit, And she came into pictures and stuff. But she was the only person, if you go back far enough on Facebook, that you can see, that would like and comment and be like, go oh. D. Way to rock and roll. You know, and then I joined a business fraternity and got some friends in there. And they were supportive. And they come to my <clears> classes <throat> and whatever. But but it was just like it was such a lone journey. Like it was truly no one held me accountable. Like I had to be in it. And, you know, and then it just started growing from there. The classes started growing. People started getting in. I'm running to my class, you know, when I couldn't even like barely get up the stairs before. Right. <laughs> and now I'm running to like a miles to get to the gym, teach my class and then run back. Like I, I'm just like, man, I love this. Um, and so anyway, so it's all that to say it was like I had to basically shut down any of that so you know when it came to knowing my purpose and knowing everything like that I feel like God has lined it out for me that I'm meant to help people and I'm meant to be a servant and so I get so emotional sometimes (laughs) well yeah but it's I mean but it's it's a very real thing because you know he did instill this in me and that's what my purpose is and and the the drive the dedication all the things that people look up to or that they are like we don't know how you do it or whatever I'm like because seriously this world is is besides saying it's short it's i don't even want to say it's irrelevant i i want to say that like i'm here for literally one purpose yeah. and i'm gonna make the biggest impact that i can yeah no matter if people laugh at me because people have laughed at me they're like love your body wow like whatever you're the love of your body girl whatever like don't take it seriously right yeah then something crazy happens and i flipped a five pound tire and, and now people start taking women be, like being strong seriously yeah okay you know what i mean so i'm like all right if that's what it took but again there's still yeah. hundreds of thousands of comments about based on my booty 
and based on my body not looking the part, flipping that tire. And it's like, again, I could look at that as a negative and be sad about that or whatever. I used it, again, as not of a prove yourself, but of a, like, that's irrelevant, bruh. Yeah. I'm strong. And in that moment, I am I was beautiful. And I yeah. know that. And, yeah. and that's all that matters. And same with that picture on the billboard. Like, y'all can try to take it down, but no, we're going to find a way. You want us to edit a little bra strap on to make you feel better? Cool. <laughs> but, but I will find a, but I will yeah. find a way to be in these spaces yeah. because I know that my purpose is greater than this whole notion of hating ourselves through life or having you know, infidelity and insecurity and all this stuff, whatever. Nobody that like really loves themselves is out here doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh You really confident with yourself. You really love your partner. You love your people. Like then you're not doing those things and acting in those ways. So all of this translates to all of that. Yeah. And I think that that's where people get so confused of like, no movements over here. Work is over here. Relationships are over here. Like, nah, y'all, like, it all intertwines. It's so easy to compartmentalize, you know, our life, but it really does. And I am pretty good at that, the Mm -hmm. compartmentalization, and um, and that helps you cope, right, with certain things, if you get me. And, um, but it all does relate. Like, I get it. And just like what you were saying, life is just, it sounds so cliche, but life is just too short, honestly, to, like, hate yourself. Right. Or, like, not like what you see in the mirror. Like, is that really how you want to live? Like, sorry, but. And that's what I'm saying. And, like, even when I would do these interviews, right, um, the husbands or the boyfriends would be like, I'd say, hey, you know, to the woman, I'd be like, hey, what do you love about your body? And they'd be like, I don't ask her that. Like, she hates her body. Okay, my man. Shut. Well, it's not your, your job mouth. to like, you Talk know, for her. right? But also, it's not his job to make her feel she's beautiful like, or well, right. But yeah. like, again, it has to come <clears throat> from within. And my whole thing is, is it's like, yeah, you can stay in a job you hate. You can stay in the things you, you know, you can hate your body forever. Whatever you want to choose. But, but again, then. There's no reason to complain or feel negative or feel any type of way. Like, that's just what you've chosen. Yeah. So I really do feel like if, if they think that it's too far-fetched or it's too far gone, that's where I'm trying to open that up to be like, no, nah, y'all, like, this that ain't the battle. Like, that's not what we should be fighting right now. Like, yeah. like you, that should be the easiest part of your day. Mm-hmm. Like, roll out of bed, be like, yeah, let's fucking go, and then, like, yeah. move forward yeah. with our day, yeah. right? But that right there, that luxury that mm-hmm. a lot of, quote-unquote, pretty people or smaller body people or even, you know, or whatever, if they, you know, but society tries to tell you that they like just live their life vicariously and just like do it, whatever. Like it's a false ideal. Like it's yeah. not, it, that's not real. Like th- there are so many people like that struggle with this, no matter if they're larger or smaller or whatever. And, you know, again, it's just, you have to take it upon yourself to really want to change that narrative. Mm-hmm. And, and I, so like, I feel like, you can it just sometimes takes support and help it does and i remember when i was going through um starting my self-help journey yes. <laughs> if you will yeah and um just you kind okay it's so simple the concept of taking responsibility for you and how you act and how you feel and all mm-hmm. that but when you finally start to realize that like oh I can choose to be happy. Oh, yes. I can choose this. I can, can take control of yeah. this. Like it just blew my mind that yeah. I'm in control. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. And you can take responsibility. Like, I don't like how I feel right now. What can I do to change it? Right. Let's take a bath. Let's do a facial yes. or something. Make Get a spray tan. Get, yeah. Yeah. Anything. And yeah. I just try to do the same thing with other people. Like, 
instill in them like you have the power yes because i'm a i don't know you probably don't know i'm a life coach too i'm a trained life coach that. so what we're trained to do is that they if you're my client yep. they have the answers you just oh, gotta yeah. help them peel back the layers yes yeah and to be like oh i can do this i can go on a walk like no honey you don't need to hit the gym all of a sudden five days a week just right go on the fucking walk and drink some water that's exactly right, right? Yep, yeah that's exactly right mm-hmm. and that's where too like when people ask like oh like, what's your approach like how do you do this whatever i'm like it's more of just an experience like yeah. you know because i didn't even realize until i was listening to another podcast where like they were talking about like cognitive um, behavioral there like mm. theory mm-hmm. like therapy and stuff like that and i was just like bro like i i went to school for communication studies and i'm like that is exactly what i learned and somehow in the back of my brain did did not put it together that that's what i've been doing for my people and like helping right. them yeah. in that way until just recently because again i just do things and i, I it sounds like I always like to say it's um, organized chaos. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> sometimes people are like, whoa, there's like a lot going on. I'm like, yeah, but literally, like, I know everything about it. but mm-hmm. And it's just, we're just out here doing it. And yeah. it's just a different way. And I think that almost scares people sometimes. Because it's intense. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is a lot. Yes, it yes. is. <laughs> it is a lot. And we I get it. <laughs> and I get it. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more and more about that. I actually had a, a male eight come on my podcast. And he was talking to me because he, yeah. he, he listened to ours. Yeah. And he said, he, you know, he was like, oh, I heard you're an eight. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. He, yeah. I'm going to listen to that. And, oh, yeah. And so it, it actually uh, it comes out next week. So you'll you'll hear that. But he, oh, okay. he basically said, like, he was like, so I hear, I hear you're an eight. And sat down. And he's like, I'm an eight, too. And he's like, I think you need Fuck to. Well, no, literally, he was like, I think you need to, but I don't think you're eight enough. He was like, I think you need to like harden up a little bit. And I was like, what are you talking about? But I get what he's saying, but I was like, do you not realize I'm hard on myself? Yeah. Everybody else, I have empathy for them. Yeah. Now, I may be like, they're being ridiculous and like dumb. Um, or people on the street, you know, I'm like, y'all freaking morons. But but again, it's one of those things where I can have empathy for yeah. them. And yeah. he was like, I have no empathy. And I'm like, that is where... It's so interesting. And the male-female dynamic. is And, and how you can get through life. Yeah. And everything's really, like, happy-go-lucky. But when I talk about life or I talk about stuff, oh, well, Danny's intense. She's too much. She's this. She's that. Whatever. Or, oh, guys are just intimidated by you. Ain't nobody saying that to hit. No. Nope. He's married. But, like, nobody's yeah. saying that to him when he. You yeah. see what I'm saying? In general. Ever. <laughs> right. And there's so, there's so many dynamics with this yeah. that, and I, I'm sure you go through it, too. But there's so many dynamics with. Not only being a strong, independent woman, but also having your own business, also being young, also, you know, like fighting the battle between, you know, male privilege, but then also fighting the battle between women that look the part in training. Okay, but then fighting the battle between, you know, just this world in general, um, you know, and then finding the internal battle with um, with yourself about like you're not being enough. um, Like for me, I'm never I don't do enough in my faith. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yeah, I watch that sermon. And yes, I do that every week. But like, you, you could be more intentional about your readings. You be more like, you see what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's just there's so many parts to it. that It's a balancing act of like, everything going on. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm intense, but I have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Like, like, calm, <laughs> like if I wasn't this intense, there's no way I could be able to tackle yeah. every different facet of all these parts of, uh, of life or whatever that I essentially I guess, like, represent because I've been blessed to have strength like a man, right? Mm-hmm. Have strong will and be independent like a, a strong, successful female or, you know, or whatever. And, and uh, you know, or having a larger body size. So I have the the reflection back on being overweight or being unhealthy. But then also now to being 
deemed one of the strongest women in Nashville. But then also, you see what I mean? So it's like there's so many walks of yeah. life yeah. <laughs> that, you're, that you're in. Yeah. And I feel like I've lived 25 lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And But I wouldn't have it any other way. Because yeah. it is literally, when I look back and I think back, man, this time last year, there's no, or not last year, like three years ago or whatever, when I was doing grief for the first time and lost, that I would have been able to like get on the podcast the next day. You know what I mean? Like, we had just started the podcast, like, um, around that time. Yeah. And I was like, we got to take a beat for a second or whatever. Um, Because I just wasn't – it was hard for me to know how to deal with stuff, right? And even now, like, being able to be like, okay, yes, this is something sad that happened. But, like, I'm still able to enjoy and have beautiful moments and and be accepting that, like – I had a great workout or I had a great day or my body felt good or, you know, whatever that I doesn't have to be sad or I don't have to, like mourn. Yeah. You don't have you, to like live in that like sadness and everything has to reflect that. You can have those good, beautiful yes. moments and while dealing with grief and pain. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Get that. And so, and, and that's, what's been a special growth, you yeah. know, for just everything. And, and, you know, and what I've taken is, um, you know, with my friend passing, I'm, I'm taking the the best part of him and, I, and I'm trying to move forward with that. Like he he always made everyone laugh. Mm. And not, and I know I'm intense, so I'm not making a lot of people laugh all the time, but I am pretty funny. So for me, it's like, <laughs> I know, so know, am I. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, I know that like, and, and like letting people see yeah. that yeah. and be more open and seeing that uh-huh. and like, and, and being more vulnerable in that sense. And that is going to help me even be better than I, you know, I thought that I was or that could be or whatever in the long run. You're right, because when you go on that vulnerability journey, and this is something I've been beating into Casey's head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Starting that vulnerability journey is, it it is scary because um, you are naked in front of people. Yeah. Emotionally, right? Right. And that is scary, and that's uncomfortable. And I still, no matter how long I am on this vulnerability journey, it's still going to feel like that. Yes. Right. Um, but, but that means the you're weight better. that comes off of yeah. your shoulders mm-hmm. when you say like in a heated moment between your spouse or something yeah. and you say a vulnerable thing that is you need to say like, oh, my God, the relief. <laughs> well, the relief, but also you keep it real. Yeah. But then also, too, you know, for me, I think that what was a big fear of mine is, OK, especially when everything happened uh, with my boyfriend in the past. It was a horrible situation. Lots of negativity. Lots of bad shit. And, you know, he was, he just did a lot of bad things. And I almost, I wanted to share all of it as it was happening, but it was suggested to me that, like, you could lose your brand. You could lose this. All these, I didn't understand that at the time because it was so, like, no, I'm going to keep things real. I'm going to whatever, you know. But it was almost like, okay, there had to be enough balance of vulnerability of, like, hey, like, but, but I remember hiding, I mean, for a good, I mean, several several months hiding how I felt, but people could read that. They could see that. Yeah. But I just kept going, pushing through, and like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. But it was not okay because I could not f- deal with the abuse and everything that was going on. Oh, that And, like, but also this expectation of you've built this brand. And I was like, I and I told my closest friends, I was like, I will not let him take this brand from me, and I will not lose that. So whatever I got to do, and it wasn't about being fake. I just was I couldn't be as open as I wanted to. Right. So then when he passed, starting the podcast, that was my outlet. Mm. So literally that saved me in so many ways that I could just like, because again, I was like, I don't know if anybody's going to listen. And if they choose to listen, yeah. cool. Yeah. If they not, like it's whatever, but I'm not actively telling them, but I'm speaking it through here. Yeah. And that's where I found a love for podcasting at that time. And uh, 
And so when I was able to have that as an outlet, that really helped me, not necessarily through business, mm-hmm. just be able to be myself, right? And uh, and so I tried to find more ways to do things that weren't just Danity Fitness, but were yeah. Danielle. Yeah. And so that, Aww. you know, and so yeah. like that really helped me um, and, uh, and, and to have that vulnerability. And so now I am able to say, like, to my people, I said, hey, you know, this Saturday, like, as soon as this time hits – Moving forward, just for the weekend, like, if you guys need me, like, I'll talk to you Monday. Yeah. Okay, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I put a system in place, like a CRN that, you mm-hmm. know, spent a lot of money on that. So their warm-ups get sent to them. Their, their, all their stuff is sent to them. So, like, they have that. I don't have to worry about doing it. So I can just take 24 hours to just go sit in my house yeah. and, like, you yeah. know, choose what I want to do at the time. But really reflect back on that. And and so it's, like, all the hard work that I have been doing is helping me to lead to, like, that that place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From before, I didn't have that. I didn't even have a safe space. Or I, I felt like if I said that, I felt like, oh, someone won't train with me anymore because they see I'm being a little bit negative. Oh, or you yeah. see what I mean? Because, like, I got to be that strong, <clears throat> set the example, independent, whatever. Yeah, can't show weakness because people won't take me seriously. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, because, again, you know, I've watched it. Men go who cheat on their people, who do whatever, their business stays the same. They don't lose clients. Especially in the training world. Got examples right now I can write up for you. <laughs> but like they don't lose well, business. I'm gonna ask as soon as we stop recording. No, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like but again, or if they yeah. do, they had it well yeah. and it's fine. It's it's just normal for them. If I did it that makes me so angry. And it, and I'm and I've seen the other women that were involved and whatever and like when and then when they were in it, yeah. They didn't they lost everything. They not only lose a husband or they lose whatever. I mean they they lose everything. And and then they gotta work. 15 times harder. And then you wonder that they're, oh, yeah, they're going through a hard time. You think? <laughs> but the man didn't have to go through that. He's the one that did it. And so it was yeah. done to them. So that was where I was yeah. at this anger standpoint where it was Real. like, this is being done to me. And, yes, on some level, like, I chose to stuck around, stay around and wait for him to pass, essentially. But it was one of those things where, like, you know, I could have got out sooner and, and whatever. But I stuck around and owned that decision. But it was just like. I will not, I did not miss one client session. I did not miss, you know, I didn't, I, whatever. Even the day after he passed, the day after I had like 15 clients, I was trained every single one of them the next day. Lord. Which really was horrible. And I should have just like not, and should have taken that off or moved that a couple of days. But again, it it was like, Mm -hmm. I've already lost money. I've lost time. I've lost my dignity. I've lost all these things. I'm not about to lose thousands more dollars because of just sitting here being sad and just sitting thinking I could change I something. That. I get that. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and whatever, you know, it is what it is. But that was why I was, I was really glad that this time around, even though it wasn't a partner that I lost, it was just a friend, but like that I was able to be like, hey, y'all, I moved some clients around, going to the funeral. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Going to the service. Yeah. Going to be there. Like made the time, showed yeah. up. It was exhausting. I'm exhausted right now. But again, Jake would have done it for me. And even if he wouldn't have, still, like, he would have. But even if he wouldn't have, like, I feel good about that closure. And I feel good about just, like, being present in Mm -hmm. that. And, and yeah. So, again, this journey is all about moving forward and putting your best foot forward. And, And sometimes it's hard to see as you go through it. But I believe that if you have a you know, true healthy lifestyle journey and you keep things real with yourself that you, you can better navigate all yeah. the things that life throws at Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl, you up on that 
preaching. Like, I know. I'm, I'm so, like I, I said, it. I'm like 11 and a half weeks out from my show also. So I'm just like, I, there's no filter. Like, there's no, like, I love it. Uh, it's, it's a bad time for anybody. If they want to know something about somebody, like, don't ask me questions. Like. <laughs> okay. So um, I like to sometimes ask this uh-huh. at the end when I'm talking to, I, I should have done it with the coaches, but I, I forgot. But, okay. um, it's kind of a fun little game. What are I should have told you this before, but That's like, okay. give me your top five guilty pleasures. Just like in general, anything. Yeah. What? Okay, I'm <laughs> so I'm so lame. It's, such, like, it's just so lefty. I asked this to Casey when she goes driving. Like, get out of here. Yeah, like go to a lap. Driving. No, um, guilty pleasures. Okay, okay, all right. Well, I always I love asking know, this. It's I don't so even funny. know. It's like. Okay, so TV, food, yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be straight with you. Like going to the movies with a big ass bucket of popcorn oh, yeah. is like, but alone. I ain't trying to go with nobody. I ain't trying to be on a date. I know a lot don't of talk who to do me. That. Like, don't talk to me. Like, it's just you know, I like it's. I gotta really like you. Like, it, it's kind of <laughs> like going to church. It's the same thing for me because that, that's the movie yes, because wow. it is. I, that is my only time. Because I guess, and you probably deal with this too, being an A as well, but I'm a little bit like whatever. But I, I'm always thinking, I can always be working. There's not a time where I really stop. And that's something I try to work on. But mm-hmm. genuinely, going to the movies has always been my safe haven nice. of where my phone is off. I'm never texting because it's rude as shit. You know what I mean? But like, I'm truly present. Yeah. And I am in it, and I just love it. Yeah. And and it's not even me living vicariously. Like I'm like, oh, that's me jumping out of the airplane. Like no, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like no, it's just like this is. It's a whole experience. It is, and and, and the the smells and the the theater. Like I love the nostalgia. it. And yes, yeah. and so it just reminds me of like a, such a beautiful time. So so I love doing that. I love popcorn. Um, so that's my vibe. And then and even when I'm on prep and stuff, if I don't have the popcorn, like just being there, you know, that's a nice treat. Just smelling it. And yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. But like, don't eat sushi beside me. People get extra and shit. Like you know that in the movies now. Like yeah. they'll just eat like these you know, tr- fried chicken, Bruh. <laughs> I'll sneak in food too. But like yeah. sneaking like some food that's like I don't know. I'm just like really y'all could have ate before you came. Like Why I don't are you know. Bringing this Chipotle in here. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. Like it's so <laughs> funny. But anyway, so I'll say like that's a guilty pleasure. Um, you know, um, I I, I do love. Well, I, I love like, um, well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm I I trying to think. Like, like, it's five of so many to me. Okay, um, two. But I'll, I'll well, another bend like, the rules for you. I guess a guilty another guilty pleasure. I mean, I really do. I mean, I love getting my hair done and done for me. I hate doing it myself. Um, like blowouts. Yes, blowouts yeah. all the time. I would too. And uh, yeah, I go to the blow bar uh, down here on Belcourt, whatever, and. You know, that is a guilty pleasure. Um, my spray tans, for sure. I I mean, you think I'm confident now. Like, the moment I get a spray tan, especially my girl spray tan by Shauna, she <laughs> literally, like, yeah, I just feel like the most baddest, like, bitch ever. But I, I love a spray tan. I'm like, fuck, I'm a new woman. <laughs> but no, 100%. Um, another thing I will say, you know, I just love like sitting around a fire that is my thing i could do that with somebody without somebody um yeah i'm trying to think like even like in my home gym just like dancing around by myself singing you know and i'm not a singer you can hear my voice i'm not at all um but that kind of stuff but you know like 
those are probably my things. I don't really do like trash TV. I don't really, I wish I could just do that, but you know, and have that or whatever, but no, um, you know, I secretly want to go on Survivor, not secret, because I really want to go on Survivor. Yeah, I yeah. think you'd be pretty good at that. Dude, yeah. I would. It's just, but you know why that I'm going to go in there? Everybody's like, oh, like, you know, um, the, the athletic you know, stuff and whatever. No, I think I'd be horrible at that, honestly. Like, throwing a freaking hoop and, like, I have no food oh. in me and, like, oh, I'm delirious. Yeah. No, I ain't making, I'm not doing the puzzles. <laughs> no. I'm cheering you on. I'm not doing the puzzles. <laughs> um, so, for me, the biggest thing that I want to do, honestly, would be 40 days, because you're out there, whatever, without my phone. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you don't have any interactions. Yeah. Somebody else, social media person, but arrange everything. Yeah. Like, and so that way it's done for me and I could just be present and be out there. Yeah. And I don't even like the outdoors, really. And, and I don't even survive. like bugs. <laughs> and I don't even like the sand. So you got to understand that, like, that, and, but, like, and also the communication, the tactics yeah. of it. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm Danny with Danny Fitness. I'd be like, yeah, I'm Danielle. Like, I, I work yeah. out. Yeah. Fitness instructor. But, like, period. Yeah. But I'd be like, yeah. oh, and I plan events. Yeah. Like, I would totally go undercover with it. <laughs> and, like, and then, you know. And literally and then, survive. But the, this is how it would be, right? So, like, let's say you're the camera, or, like, let's say you're the camera person, but they're doing an interview here. Yeah. And so, with them, they'd be like, yeah, just, like, face them and, like, tell them about, the, about your answers. Uh-huh. I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. And I'd say the answer. And I'd be like, yeah, you got to make sure to love your body throughout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, give, like, subtle, the like, little seeds. fight for what you want. Yeah. And then they'll be like, why is she, like, dropping these slogans? And I'm like, mm, yeah, you have no idea. Google but, it. But that's exactly why. <laughs> oh, I will say probably the most intense guilty pleasure, this will be the last one, I'll, and I'll be done with this, but, like, okay. is that um, schedules. I absolutely love scheduling things. I have scheduled things since <laughs> I was, like, five years old. From okay. my summers to my, yeah, workouts, to my, um, you know, just my social time, everything. I love schedules. I love looking at it. Okay. I love everything being like, bam, 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 even today. Like, bam, 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 bam. Like, you know. The expect, like, knowing what to expect, too, part of it, yeah. Yes. There's. That's and, a guilty put. Now you sound like easy. <laughs> yeah, that is, but that is, like, my, that gets me like so excited, and and that's why someone's like, oh, should someone else like do it for you? I'm like, honestly, I have fun doing it. Like, I I yeah. enjoy doing it, whatever. And it gets crazy and chaotic, but like, that is exciting to me. When I look at a day and there's nothing in it, that's my issue. Is that oh. I feel it. Oh. And I'm trying to step away and be like, no, it's okay to like just like have that See, day. See, that's where I. So that's the big difference between the wing seven and the wing nine. Okay. Is that, man, I have no problem kicking my feet up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. lounging around all day. Yeah. But I can't hustle. Like, yeah. there's been times where I like. I've like worked. I used to be a massage therapist. Mm. I'd be working through like pneumonia. Like yes. no, <laughs> right? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like, but it's just like that subtle difference of uh-huh. like, yeah, like I. It seriously. To take my mind off it, like, I either have to be asleep or I, I got to be at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Because well, I, let's hang out more because I'll run yeah. up on you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would love it because I really do. And that's what I want, like, in a partner, honestly, oh, for anybody yeah. that is listening. That, like, that, uh, that, <laughs> Listen up, boys. <laughs> but seriously, is yeah. somebody that people are like, oh, you want somebody that's like, like you. I'm like, no, you need no. a good balance, little earth sign. 100%. Yeah. Like, just that we, that will tell me, hey, it's cool. Let's just, like, chill. Let's yeah. just, like, yeah. Netflix, but like, you know, or like whatever, <laughs> or like, you know, or I'll make the meal for you, like just show up and like, you know, got the shower like, running. Oh, like, uh, that, okay. that to me, like, yes, is like such a beautiful thing because yeah. those people are important so, so and like so needed in yeah. your life. Yeah. And I have a few friends that are like that, whatever. And so that's cool too. But, you know, just again, have someone as that like staple mm-hmm. right there. Um, 
would be epic. And uh, so that is where, like, you know, I'm always open to those type of things and uh, those experiences. It doesn't have to always be go, 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 go. Because as a person, like, Danielle truly loves to just, like, have that time with people. It's just I don't really ever get to yeah get to experience it. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a good place to end. I think. Yeah. Man, I don't think I've recorded one this long yet, but I love uh, it. I have to pee so stuff. hard. Oh again. yeah, you're good. You're good. Thank you so much for <laughs> no, having me on, girl. You. This was awesome. I want to have you back for sure because this was just so much fun. We could talk about this for like ever. Yeah. I love this topic. <laughs> and um, anyway, until next time, y'all. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com. And click apply now. Until next time. This is the FitFem Project Alignment Podcast.